Welcome to Nurse Narrative, the Auburn University School of Nursing podcast, where we invite you to join our story. Welcome back to Nurse Narrative. I'm your co-host, Megan Jones. In this episode, Chris and I sit down with Mrs. Pamela Short. Pamela is an Auburn alum receiving both her Bachelor and Master of Science in Nursing degrees from Auburn University School of Nursing. She began her clinical career as a critical care nurse and community health nurse until she transitioned to academia. Pamela is currently an assistant clinical professor teaching psychiatric mental health nursing in the baccalaureate program at AUSON. Pamela has taught foundations of nursing, palliative care nursing, med surge, evidence-based practice nursing, emergency disaster management, and of course, psychiatric mental health nursing. Her outreach focus includes working to eliminate the stigma associated with mental illness. She's the executive director of Kenny's Council, a 501c3 nonprofit organization established to assist those seeking information or resources for mental health challenges. Let's go hear Pam in our episode. Hi, Pam. Thank you so much for being here today. We're excited to have you on the podcast. Thank you all for having me. It's a pleasure and an honor. Good deal. Good deal. Well, Pam, we're just going to jump right in, and we have a couple questions for you. And um, Pam recently joined our faculty, and so we, we just wanted to get to know you a little bit more, let our listeners get to know you, let our students get to know you and, and, and hear from you. So can you start by telling us what led to your interest in becoming a nurse? Well, I can actually say that I was born for this, I believe. I do believe it is a calling. Um, I recently came across a tape when I was about six years old. There was a show, I'm from Dothan, Alabama, mm-hmm. and there is a show, it's called The Ann Varner Show. Mm-hmm. And I was a little girl on there as an elementary school kid, and she asked, um, what do you want to be when you grow up yeah. at six? Like, what do you want to be? <laughs> so I said, I'd like to be a nurse. And then I thought about it, and I said, well, I want to be a teacher. <laughs> so as a nurse educator, I have the best of both worlds. So I can say that um, I'm doing what I was called to do. That's a neat story. I love yeah. that. I'd love to see that clip. Can we bring <laughs> no, that out of no, the archives? No, we cannot. <laughs> we cannot <do> <laughs> We're going we're gonna to find that clip, Chris. No, the ponytails, <laughs> no. <laughs> well, Pam, can you tell us a little bit about your nursing clinical background? Okay, so as you all know, I graduated from Auburn University with my bachelor's, and um, I left here and went straight into the intensive care unit mm-hmm. um, in Selma, Alabama, where I totally enjoyed it. Yeah. Um, taking care of those critically ill patients and their family members. Um, I left there after a good while and um, went to community health nursing, Mm -hmm. where you go further into the family background. You go into the patient's home, see them in their environment, and I absolutely loved it. Until I was asked by a fellow nurse um, if I would teach some classes at Wallace College. Mm And I teach. Um, okay, sure. So I taught, um, started with their um, nursing assistant program. Mm-hmm. Okay. And it was like, have you had a, ever had like a cold drink when it was on a hot day? Uh-huh. 
And once I got the first taste of teaching, I'm like, this is what I want to do with the rest of my life. So um, I took that clinical experience from intensive care unit and community health, translated that into the classroom and lab. And from there, I just started teaching, and I've loved it, continue to love it, love my students. And um, that's a little bit about my clinical experience. I've taught different places. So the students are always, they have such a hunger Mm -hmm. for wanting to become a nurse, as I did when I first graduated. So it's like re-energizing yourself with each new class, each new semester. Mm -hmm. So. That's a good way to look at it. Yeah. <laughs> so, Pam, you spoke about the ICU and community health, but you actually have expertise and a focus in mental health as yes. well. So could you tell us a little bit about your passion for improving mental health for all and how nurses can play a pivotal role in achieving that goal? Okay, so mental health is my love. I had a family member, my brother, um, was diagnosed with paranoid schizophrenia, mm-hmm. and so See, having a family member with a mental illness brings it right home to you. And so after, in my master's program here at Auburn, I met Dr. Pope, Dr. Stuart Pope, and he teaches mental health. And Dr. Pope has a way of, even in just talking to you on a daily basis, letting you know that how you feel is okay. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And... I believe that every one of us has some challenges mm-hmm. and no one chooses to be mentally ill. That It's not a choice. Mm-hmm. So as I teach and um, as I teach my students, it's important for us to be non-judgmental. It's important for us to stop the stigma mm-hmm. that's attached to mental illness. And um, if we look at each individual and treat them holistically, Mm -hmm. not just their physical um, condition, but also their mental aspect. It all plays a role in healing and in helping them to reach their outcomes. I don't know if I went off on a tangent or not, but I think you're showing us your passion is what you're doing. (laughs) Definitely, definitely. (laughs) Mental health is important because it is the second leading cause of death and Americans age 10 to 34 years of age. Mm-hmm. Suicide? Suicide. Yeah. yeah, suicide is the second leading cause of death um, in Americans ages 10 to 34. And if we think about that, nature versus nurture yeah. that we teach in, I guess, fundamentals, because mm-hmm. I've taught that also, it's important for our environments to foster care. Right mentally and physically. So mental health is a passion for me. It started in the master's program. Dr. Hope has helped to foster it and now I've been blessed to teach it. And what I would like for my students to know as well as others in the community Mm -hmm. is that if you are having challenges, it's okay to ask for help. Mm -hmm. It's okay. If you see someone that's struggling, ask them, Mm -hmm. is there anything that I can do for you? Mm -hmm. And point them to the resources that are available. We have resources on campus 
at the Student Health Center, the Student Medical Center, that will help <laughs> students if they are having problems with anxiety, mm -hmm. if they're having problems with depression. Mm -hmm. So it's important for us to be aware and just be able to care for one another. Yeah. That's, that's one thing that I would like for the community and the students to know. Yeah. I'm glad you said that because, you know, one thing that I have heard students say, students at our school, students in other programs as well, is they think that they need to have it all together mm -hmm. because everybody else does. Yeah. Or at least appears to. Yes. And so there's this fear of admitting that something else is going on that you are struggling to keep it all together not right. that anyone ever actually holds it all together no but, one does believe me yeah so i mean how what do you say to that pam because i i, I think especially in programs like nursing where it's very perf i hate to say performance driven but is in a sense mm -hmm. you know it is. um what do you tell those students? Because, I mean, that's a natural concern to feel like I'm looking around. It doesn't look like anyone else is struggling, but I'm really struggling. So what does that mean about me? What do I do about that? Should I, if I say something, am I going to, you know, mess myself up in some way? It, yeah. You know, just those kind of internal anxieties. Any thoughts on that? My response to that is be who you are. Mm-hmm. You can only be the best you that you can be. Mm -hmm. And I may seem like I have it together on the outside just like everybody else, but everyone has challenges. Yeah. So if developing relationships yeah. helps that also, mm -hmm. because if I feel comfortable coming to you and speaking to you, I can mm -hmm. say, Megan, I'm just not having a good day. Mm -hmm. And maybe just your encouragement yeah. And you letting me know that it's okay to feel like I feel. Those are my feelings. I can yeah. own those. And there's nothing wrong with me. Yeah. 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 So let me ask a follow-up to that, though, that I think is important. So it's one thing to be willing to be vulnerable and say, I'm struggling. I'm having yes. a hard time. For the person who's receiving that, yes. for the, the friend who somebody comes to you and says, I'm having a hard time. Yes. What are are there any resources available on campus or or other resources? What what does that friend need to do? How can they handle that? Because that's not a problem. They and I don't want to say problem. That's not something they need to bear all by mm -hmm. themselves. Mm -hmm. Though exactly. Well, we do have counseling services mm -hmm. um, on campus. Mm -hmm. We also have um, there's a I'll provide resources so that okay. um, at the end of the conversation you all can yeah we can link it in the show notes but also we offer a mental health first aid course here at um, Auburn well in our mental health course um, Dr. Pope teaches it I am being trained in it as well so we would like faculty as well as students yeah. to be able to have access to those resources absolutely, um, so that we all will know how to be open, mm -hmm. be approachable, mm -hmm. um, not be non-judgmental about what we hear. Yeah. Because if I'm open to telling you my vulnerabilities or showing you my vulnerable, ugh, can't see it, vulnerabilities, then you are able to help me. Yeah. If I can't be open with you, I yeah. can't receive help at all. Yeah. 
That's great. I didn't know that. Um, I knew we did that for our students. I didn't know it was potentially going to open up for faculty. Yes. But that's so needed, especially with COVID and every the stress and everything Definitely. that people have been Definitely. facing. Yeah. I love that your passion for mental health exudes. And the reason I say that is because, you know, even with some of the advances that have been made with mental health awareness and yes. just the these statistics that you know one in three Americans struggle or have some types of experiences with mental illness yes. there's still a stigma yes. so, so to see someone you know with your background and your expertise be this passionate about an area that's still very stigmatized I, I know it inspires me and I know it probably has the same effect on our students as well well we have to eliminate the stigma um, because it is increasing um, with COVID just think about all of the students who are used to going to the parties and they're used to gathering with their friends and families. I had one student um, that had to celebrate her birthday in a room alone and she called me and she said, Miss Short, what am I to do? My family's in there having my birthday cake and I'm sitting in my room alone because I have COVID. Mm -hmm. So the anxiety and the changes that we all have had to make due to the pandemic, mm -hmm. it causes for increased concern and increased awareness mm -hmm. that although mental challenges exist for all of us, that there is help and together we can help each other. Yeah. Mm -hmm. yeah. I love that. I love that. Well Pam, we're gonna switch gears a little bit. So um you you mentioned that you received both your BSN and your MSN from Auburn. Yes. War Eagle. <laughs> War Eagle. That can't go unanswered. War Eagle. Um, can you tell us about your journey to becoming an educator? Okay. Well, as I said earlier, I went from working um, in the intensive care unit and the community health um, environment to teaching at um, Wallace and then the other colleges, I won't name them all, that I've taught at. But the main reason for becoming an educator for me, I don't know if that's the question you're asking. Yeah, for you. Um, uh -huh. Is because there are vulnerable populations. Mm -hmm. There are people that do not have access to care, mm -hmm. that live in rural areas. Um, there are people that just don't know how to get to the doctor. There are things wrong with them. So if I can teach one student mm -hmm. that lives in one community how to identify areas of need, mm -hmm. that one student can teach someone else. Mm -hmm. And we can all, because with knowledge, people perish. So if I can teach or educate one student, it follows that that student can teach others. So that's where my desire to become an educator um, continues to extend because <laughs> yeah. um, I don't just want to stop here. I just want everyone mm -hmm. to be able to learn one thing that can help somebody else that will impact their life mm -hmm. to make it better. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Education great. is definitely a service, and we can tell that you have that servant's heart. Yeah. I try. <laughs> 
Well, I know you already mentioned some advice for our students and our community, but I just want to kind of circle back there because, you know, we like to end every episode with some advice for our stakeholders. So what's one piece of advice that you have for our students and, um, and, and or one piece of advice you have for our community? Um, the one piece of advice I have for our students is to um, continue to nurture your dream. Mm-hmm. My dream was sitting in that BSN program. I wanted to graduate. I wanted to be a great nurse. I wanted to provide care to those who needed. Mm-hmm. But I also wanted to come back to Auburn University and teach. Yeah. And that dream never went I mean, it. the fire is still there. So um, never let go of your dream. Mm-hmm. Always treat others with respect, dignity, mm-hmm. and care, mm-hmm. and it will come back to you. Yeah. Um, extend a hand, and while you're extending a hand, know that that hand can reach out and grab someone else and pull them up. Mm-hmm. So... Um, I know that nursing school is very difficult at times, that it's high stress at times, but have someone that you can talk to. Mm -hmm. Know that self-care is quite important in our field. We need to take care of ourselves because we're always so focused on taking care of others. So while you're getting your degree, while you are here, you know, trying to be the best student that you can be, take care of you. Yeah. Yeah. Because if you're not great, you can't give that to others. So, yeah. um, and, and, and setting those patterns now more than ever is going to be important for our students because of what they're graduating out to yes. know, in this pandemic Agreed. environment. So, like yes. you're saying, establishing those self-care patterns now will just serve them in the future. Definitely. And it even extends into our family. Yeah. Yeah. Agreed. Because if you can't be great... Um, to your partner or to your children, um, you've got to take care of yeah. you. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. And as far as our community, know that we are here. Um, know that we are here to help each other and that our mental health, I'm going to go back to yeah. mental health. Absolutely. That the way I think of it is that um, you really cannot function properly Mm -hmm. if you can't think properly Mm -hmm. so if we can help each other just to get grounded just put one foot in front of the other then we can walk out and make the whole world better Mm -hmm. so let's work together to do that and um, if I can help in any way you all let me know but the main thing is to open your eyes and look out to others. Mm-hmm. And Pam, you also started a foundation to bring resources to people in the community. Can you talk a little bit about that? Yes, I can. Um, my, as I mentioned earlier, my brother was diagnosed as um, having paranoid schizophrenia, and he passed away um, last year. Mm-hmm. So I started a foundation entitled Kenny's Council that addresses mental health for all people. So. Um, we give um, resources, we give money to people so that they can have access to care. Yeah. That's a major barrier for people who are uh, needing access to mental health 
resources, organizations, centers. Mm -hmm. So that foundation has been set up to help those who are in need. Um, so if there's someone that needs a ride to yeah. the hospital or to their therapist's office, they can fill out a form. Mm -hmm. We will um, consider it and address that problem with them. Yeah, so. that's incredible. I don't think I knew until you had kind of shared that with me that you'd started that foundation. So we'll um, we'll make sure we link that in the show notes as well for people to, to oh, look Oh, thank into. you so much. Wonderful. We're just trying to help others and um, be able to help themselves and live their yeah. best lives. Yeah, absolutely. Well, Pam, I have loved talking to you this morning. We're going to have you back on the podcast sometime. Oh, definitely. We appreciate you speaking with us about to, to let us learn a little bit about you, also yeah. talking to us about your passion for mental health. And you mentioned several resources for our students and even community, and we'll make sure we link to those in the show notes. So thank you for sharing those with us. Chris, do you have any more questions for Pam? Pam, I've enjoyed talking to you today. <laughs> uh, and you I'm happy that me. your office is right down the hall from mine because <laughs> I, can always, I can always go talk to you about my mental health. Yes. So, <laughs> so thank you so much. Be thank you so That's much right. for joining That's us right. today. All right. To the listener, thank you for joining us again. Take good care.